Mosley Show. Mitch Thompson, Baylor baseball coach, joining us now. Mitch, usually you guys are practicing uh, during my show. I really wish you would work around that, but today, a rare off day for Baylor baseball. Uh, it is uh, it's great to have you on. I've been excited to talk to you. Well, I appreciate you having me too, Matt. Sorry I couldn't be with you every time that you call. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. You're always great. Uh, now, what about these Game 7s? I mean, I bet you and your team and your staff have have been loving all this. And uh, Astros-Rangers ALCS, that was amazing to watch how it played out, Game 6 and 7. Now, you were, you've been to both parks for Baylor night. Um, you kind of played this thing straight down the middle but now give us give us the true account. Like where were where were you who are you really pooling for uh in uh in that ALCS? Oh yeah. Yeah. Thanks thanks a lot for putting me on the on the on the <laughs> po- on the point here. Uh no uh yeah, no, it was a phenomenal series, right? And it was so much fun to watch and um, you know, both cities were fired up about it. I can't believe that the road team won seven straight games. I I would have never bet that that would have happened. I, I for sure couldn't believe that the Rangers got up off the mat after losing three at home. Uh, but it just goes to show you the toughness that they have and the resiliency that they have as a team. And you've heard Bruce Bochy talk about that, you know, throughout the course of the year. So that was that was a lot of fun. We were about 50-50 split down the down our team. And so, uh, you know, every day there was, a, there was somebody catching a lot of grief around here for about a week and a half. But you know, I was uh, I was personally pulling for the Rangers. There's there's just no doubt in my mind that's what I was doing. A uh, couple reasons for that. Number one is Cody Bradford. You know, being a Baylor Bear, I wanted to see him get a chance to be in the big uh, to play in the in, in the World Series. And and then secondly, you know, uh, Bob Simpson is a Baylor guy. That's one of the owners of the Rangers, and I'm pulling for that. So that was uh, that's that's who I was for this weekend. And uh, but the Astros had a phenomenal year and. And how how fun is it to watch? You know, I mean, golly, Jose Altuve and some of those guys, Bregman, my goodness, good, great, great players, and they had a great year as well. Which is your favorite uh, ballpark to visit, by the way? While I'm putting you on the spot, I'm really uh, you answered correctly, by the way, the Rangers. Uh, <laughs> but it's fascinating, isn't it, to watch the two, the new one at Globe Life, and then Minute Made, how that outfield plays, and what about Evan Carter? You know, making great plays i mean that's that's just wild to see a 21 year old come up with that much i mean the way he can sit up there and take pitches and not expand the zone um that's pretty wild i mean you've got players on your team this year that will be older than evan carter right and he and he's doing it at this level it's kind of wild yeah Yeah. it is amazing the maturity level that he's showing especially when you talk about those type of games i mean the pressure that he has to feel, but he's handling it like a champ. And, uh, you know, I like both ballparks. I mean, I, um, I I love the fact that we don't have to sit in 120-degree heat and watch watch baseball in the state of Texas anymore. I think that it was a great move by both both teams to put roofs over them. And, and you'd have to say that since both teams have put the roof over the over the heads of their players, uh, the the success level of the teams have raised to new levels. So, um, I think that I think that that was probably a great decision by both franchises. 
What about uh, Bob Simpson? I mean, that was pretty great to hear, uh, pretty as assuming he gave a lot of that money. But you had a major influx of money come into the program, uh, and other people were involved as well. What has that done this offseason? It feels like, to me, maybe it gave things a little bit of a jolt. And I don't know, you know, does that go to NIL? Does that go toward you all love projects over there and building new things, and whether it be clubhouses or whatever, you love building things. What uh, What's the most immediate need kind of that you had, and, and, and how? what are some of the areas you can use gifts like that because that uh, it seemed like that was a great announcement that went out yeah well the you know the money that we were raising and we have have gotten a good head start on it with some some really gracious folks and you know um i'm not going into who's who's doing what and giving what but i'll, I'll just tell you that you know what we're doing is we're trying to improve these improve the players experience here at baylor and Part of that is just continuing to upgrade facilities. Uh, we need to we need to have a an indoor air conditioned heated hitting area, hitting space. I mean, we just we just got to have it. Uh, you know, continue to to improve our locker rooms and our training rooms and our ability to. Uh, you know, the the ballpark is fantastic. The Baylor ballpark is still a fantastic place, but it is twenty five years old with. Uh, with what's underneath the stadium. So the locker room is 25 years, the same locker room size that we've had. And so, you know, there's just things that have got to continue to improve, but uh, we're, we're going to get all those things done in good time. We've just got to continue to, 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 to put a good product, you know, get a good product on the field, win some games. And there'll be a lot of people wanting to be a part of, uh, of, of helping us continue to develop the program. What are you trying to develop as we speak with these workouts out there on the field? You guys are out there every afternoon for at least a couple of hours. What, um, what are you really trying to drive home? And is it different, you know, now that you've been back for a little bit and you've, got, you've kind of tried to lay the foundation, what's, what's kind of different about, um, about this fall than maybe uh, the previous one? Yeah, well, last year everybody was new to us, and and we were new to everybody. Uh, this year we were we at least have some knowledge and some experience with half of the guys that were on the team, and the other half we've brought in as coaching staff and you know in recruiting them. And so uh, there's been a tremendous amount of competition going on. I mean, we're we're playing inter squad games three and four days a week. We're trying to you know, make sure that the guys understand how we want to play the game, the way that we, you know, our, our, our philosophy about pitching, our philosophy about playing defense and hitting and, and how we want to go about it. And then we're trying to make sure that we're giving these kids the opportunity to show us what they can do for this club right now. Um, you know, for a lot of guys, it's an eye-opening experience. It's an experience where, you know, you came in here as the hot, hot shot, high school senior that you owned your district and you owned, you know, you were, you were fantastic. And now you're, you know, you're getting hit around on the mound a little bit, or you're getting it stuffed to you a little bit as, as a hitter at the plate. And so, you know, it's all a growth process. It's just a process for us to really figure out where our guys are currently, how we can probably get ready to put the best product that we can on the field in the springtime. Um, and then start making some of those adjustments and, and uh, continuing the improvement process, continuing the player development process. 
That's what, what we're after this year. We're trying to develop competition and, and, and as much, you know, as much toughness as we can, because it's good. We're going to, toughness is going to be required. That's just a fact. What are these, uh, what are these portal guys brought so far? I mean, the portal is a, a huge yeah. player in college baseball. You've lost some, you've gained some, I mean, you were reeling a little bit with some people leaving and yet, you kind of had to circle the wagons, and then, of course, we started kind of getting some good news. Okay, we're adding this guy, added this piece. How did you and your staff kind of respond when you had some of that negative uh, news happen? Because I hadn't had you on since that occurred, and it all happened in about a two-week period, as I recall. Yeah, we know we had the the, the portal is uh, it's it's a real deal, and and you know, I mean, we've got to we've got to get to the point where. You know we can we can hold on to all the talent that we we develop and we're we're working on that right now and uh, um, you know I, I've been I've been really impressed with the guys that we brought in I, I, I'm thankful for them I think that they're going to be really good players for us uh, you know we've got several guys uh, that are very experienced that that we brought in some grad transfers and you know uh, Patrick Hale is going to help us on the mound he's a transfer right-handed pitcher from Lamar. Uh, you know, Mason Mason Greer is a as a graduate transfer uh, from Missouri State, the son of Rusty Greer, former Granger great. And uh, you know, Mason played for me at McLennan, so there's great great knowledge of him, and he knows what I want. I know who he is, and he'll be he'll be a, a really good addition for us. Jack Little from Wichita State's going to play a lot for us. There's no question about that. Enzo Apodaca is a, a two-year starter from Gonzaga in the outfield, and he's been very impressive all fall. Um, and so, yeah, our our portal guys that we brought in are all going to make an impact. I feel very good about them. They're good fits for our program, good fits for Baylor. And, and we are. We're going to be active in the portal, but we're also going to recruit the heck out of the high school guys and the junior college guys. And, you know, I, wa- I want to build this place through the – the high school players because that's how you're going to that's how you're going to build sustained excellence over a period of time um but we're also going to supplement it with the juco players and especially here in the state of texas where we've got really good junior college players and uh we've got good connections we know the coaches we know where the where to go to look to find them and um you know we've got some jc guys that are going to play huge roles for us as well so this will be a this will be a different club than what we what we had last year and it's it's a step in the right direction the competition's fierce right now uh, out here this fall and it's been a lot of fun to watch you tell mason not to be like running into any walls i gotta think he's probably pretty versatile player but his dad probably could have played about three or four more years but he he did sacrifice his body a lot as you might recall uh <laughs> Imagine, yeah, imagine Rusty, Mason one has of the all-time Ranger greats, and uh, and Mason is a, is a chip off the old block and a great kid. There's no doubt about it. Great kid, and he'll uh, he'll have an opportunity to do great things for us this spring. Mitch Thompson joined the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Which of these freshmen, do, or, or do you feel like could make an immediate impact? And you may not, you know, you may still be trying to determine that, but. Are those guys you can kind of bring along slowly, or are there a couple of them that you're already thinking, "Hey, we need we need this guy to step up and help us immediately"? Well, there's no question; these guys are going to get opportunities, especially on the mound. Uh, you know, I mean, we brought in 
you know, last year we had one scholarship left-handed pitcher on the entire team. And, uh, you know, so we brought in five scholarship left-handers and, uh, you know, one of them's a JC guy and the other four freshmen. We're going to need those four freshmen to do things and to improve and to get, get out there and compete for us without question. Uh, we've got some, some, some red shirt freshman kids that were hurt last year, actually injured before they even got here. Um, you know, and so we just had to, to basically eat their scholarship last year, knowing that they couldn't help us, but they're, they're talented guys that we wanted to be in the program. And so we, we, we bit the bullet and stayed with them and, and got them healthy now. And they're going to need to come out here and perform. And, um, you know, so, you know, the, the left-handed pitchers, RJ Rue and, and Jackson Elizondo and Jackson Wilkerson, Mason Green, they're going to need to pitch. Steven Sepulveda is a right-hander. It's going to need to pitch and hopefully do some good things for us. And and then Braden Buchanan is, is, is a freshman catcher, first baseman. And, uh, you know, he's, he swung the bats really well for us this year and uh, so far this fall. And, you know, there are others. We've got, we've got a good bunch of freshmen in here. Um, you know, had some big moments from several guys. John Ewan's a local kid from out in Bosqueville, has given us some big moments at different times uh, this fall. And so, um, you know, we're just going to continue to try and develop each kid that we got and, 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 and get get to the final 40-man roster the best we can. Seems like you've got some catchers, don't you? Uh, you'll have to make some decisions there, but some talented folks, and that's such an important position and maybe you can play them like the rangers do get garver and heim get a couple of them in the lineup if you can uh but that's a that's a luxury anytime you you have a little depth at that position i would think well you don't want to be weak in the middle of the field in baseball for sure and so you know catchers middle infielders center fielders are always huge 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 factors on both offense and defense and so um, we've got experience back there behind the plate and in Court Castle and, and Harrison Cayley. Uh, Zach Mazok is back for a sophomore year. He ha- he played sparingly last year. And then, then we've got a couple couple freshman catchers that are in here and, and both growing. So, yeah, you know, we, we like what we've got. We've just got to continue to develop it. All right. And they get the big uh, tournament uh, showcase at the start of the year. I mean, that's going to be a lot of fun, and you already kind of start thinking, daydreaming about some of those matchups. I just kind of I love to think about that stuff, and uh, whether it be I was trying to think of Tennessee, there were several names that caught my eye. Uh, I bet that excites you too. It's like you, you want the more time to get ready, but, man, that's going to be a, a great way to kind of get things going and, and tell you immediately kind of where you are. Well, we're definitely not going to tiptoe into it, I can tell you that. It's uh... – <laughs> <laughs> you know the the schedule is uh, it's daunting and uh, and you know it's a it's a decision that, that that I made. Some of these agreements were already made before I got here, uh, and I decided that we're gonna we're gonna stay with them and, and do it. And it's a decision that I had to make: are we gonna stay with it? Or are we gonna bail out? But yeah, you know we haven't announced our schedule yet. But preseason wise, I can assure you it's as good as anybody in the country. And and we are. We're going to open up in Globe Life. That has been announced. And mm-hmm. and uh, we'll play University of Nebraska, uh, Oregon, and uh, and Tennessee. Mm-hmm. So, you know, Tennessee was a College World Series team, and Oregon was a Super Regional team, and Nebraska's a, uh, an up-and-coming Big Ten, Big Ten team. And so uh, we'll have our hands full there opening weekend. But, you know, you're not going to learn anything by not playing 
really quality opponents. And so, you know, there'll be some lo- there'll be some losses early in that year, no question. Hopefully, there's going to be a bunch of wins as well. And when we when we come out of that first 10, 12 games of the season, as we get ready to start conference the fourth weekend of the year, uh, we'll definitely know what we have and we'll know where we are. And, and we won't see anything different in conference that we haven't already seen the first three weeks of the year. So hopefully those kind of comp- that, that kind of competition, that kind of schedule will pay off for us as we continue to get into the year. Do you take a peek at those four? I mean, I, I'm trying to think everybody who actually has baseball programs, but you get you got these new schools this year. And then you're going to get more schools. Uh, some of those schools have, you know, great history in baseball, obviously. We're talking for many, many years. That's going to make for an interesting new Big 12. We lose a couple of great foes. But, man, I don't think you could make any argument that, well, the conference is going to get weaker, can you? It's not going to get weaker in baseball, there's no question. I mean, uh, <laughs> no, it's not, it's not getting weaker. And, and you know, Texas and Oklahoma have great histories and, and have been great to uh, – great conference members with us but they're leaving and and we're adding arizona and arizona state and utah in baseball and you know arizona and arizona state probably won nine or ten combined national championships in small between those two sports so uh those two schools so no we're not it's the conference is not getting easier it's continuing to grow and continuing to get better and i think that I think the addition of the schools that we added added this year with BYU and Central Florida and Cincinnati and 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 U of H are are all going to add a lot to this league. Better this league will be it'll be really fun to watch and be fun to be a part of. All right, uh, well, I'm excited and I've I've been excited to get to talk to you. So uh, I've been going to kind of sneak over to the ballpark and just kind of I don't know if I'm allowed, but I. I just kind of want to sneak up there and see what I can see, and I'm excited to see these new players. and And uh, I'm sure I'm sure everybody's already asking you for your like starting rotation. They want to know like today <laughs> what your Friday night starter is. I'm just like that. I'm like, okay, what could it look like? What could the Sunday starter look like? But uh, you know, you have a little time to play that out. But uh, the good news is people are excited and ready ready to see what you have to offer this year. So, anyway, uh, great, to, great to catch up with you. And uh, let's go Rangers, all right? Yeah, Matt, thanks for having us on. And, listen, you are welcome. We've got one week left of fall baseball. And if we can get on that field with the rain that's coming around here the next several days, then we'll be out there on it. And if not, I'll be, uh, I'll be in here figuring out how to get these guys better indoors. So that's yeah. why we need that indoor hitting area. Yeah, you've hit that a couple of times, so we're going to keep bringing that up, all right? That's why we need it, man. That's why we need it. We're going to go get it. I appreciate you. <laughs> okay, there there he goes, Mitch Thompson, joining as Baylor baseball coach. And uh, they need the AC. They need the heater. you got to have the indoor hitting facility. And then, I, you know, I remember Mac telling us that the, the clubhouse and some of those funds and some of that was kind of on the way. So hopefully uh, – Hopefully all of that is headed that direction, but always fun to catch up with Mitch Thompson. All right, we'll uh, we'll get into We're going to have to catch up on the 